This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th, where your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Up, oh, Tony, you are still on mute. Sorry. There he is. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, I'm doing good. So uh, ready for the last day, Friday morning, uh, ready for a kick-ass show, and uh, overall doing well. Trying this on a different computer today, so we'll see how this goes. And other than that, man, how you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty well. Had a good night last night. Obviously, it's Friday, so looking forward to the weekend. But, uh, you know, ultimately, it's uh, things are going a little bit smoother. Oh, boy. Yeah. As soon as well, I speak. It's but. transition for me to go to something different. Yeah. I'm a little behind because, obviously, I didn't get a lot of sleep. But, uh, you know, that should be the last little hiccup for me. So, <laughs> In any I case, hope. let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host. Tony, have you ever felt the urge to get back at an ex-girlfriend or had an ex-girlfriend get back at you, um, you know, do something to just ruin your day or ruin their day for that matter? Uh, yeah. When I went through divorce, I always really wanted to just hire like someone that was just incredibly smoking hot. That was way out of my league. Um, just to play the role of my girlfriend, like at like a nephew's birthday or a get together just to show like, I don't need you. I ultimately wanted to show that I could move on and do better, which, you know, <clears throat> I think I've gone on and I've done those things, but just differently. But I, at the time, that was like the only way I wanted to get back. There was no like malicious intent or anything. Well, that's good. Just kind of a haha look, I did better, <laughs> which that just comes in time anyways. I mean, that all plays out how it's supposed to. Exactly. Well, uh, in this case, and of course this comes out of your neck of the woods, Tony, uh, an ex-girlfriend with a grudge led Pueblo, Colorado officers on a wild goose chase late Saturday night. Officers surrounded a home on East 7th Street after receiving a call from a woman claiming she was hiding from her boyfriend who was armed and threatening to kill her. Police quickly discerned the call was fake. 
It turns out the caller is the ex-girlfriend of one of the residents. She reportedly resides somewhere in another state and called in the false report because she's still having a hard time with the breakup, said Captain Rummel. It wasn't all a waste Captain of Captain Rubble? Like, is he the hamburger? <laughs> rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> Captain Rubble, rubble. It wasn't all a waste of night, however, for, for officers who say they, uh, the angry ex inadvertently helped them catch a wanted parole violator. It turns out the caller is the ex-girlfriend of one of the residents. She reportedly resides somewhere in another state, blah, blah, blah. Um, Lawrence Salazar in the camper behind the house um, had a warrant out for DOC's fugitive extradition unit for parole violation. He was arrested and booked on the warrant. So uh, while it is a good thing that she helped correct, uh, uh, catch a parole violator um looking for the right word what it doesn't mention here is if she got in trouble did she get arrested for making a false call police statement whatever it is um you know there there needs to be those sorts of consequences for doing something like this even though she did help them out uh, in one way yeah that's uh that's crazy just <laughs> just nuts how that goes that's it's a little too far like let it go you know there's you hear of like crazy breakup stories and i mean i've seen i've seen some crazy stuff before but yikes yeah so. I, I mean i i knew a guy who uh his ex-girlfriend took a pickaxe to his car that's pretty crazy but uh to call in a police report that he's you know armed and threatening to kill someone that's not, hard not not a good idea lady not a good yeah idea. i had uh i had um what was that in high school with one of my first girlfriends and we broke up and I lived around the corner from her house. Um, her then boyfriend thought I was stalking her because I had to drive home and I drove by her house. So he ended up breaking one of my windows. Oh no. So, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty crappy. So <laughs> uh exes be jealous. In oh, exes Exes be hating. Yeah, yep. In any case, folks, it is Friday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. I'm looking forward to the weekend, but not before we bring you guys good news, everyone. We have a segment called How Observant. Our call-in topic today is relationship red flags. I think we might have just talked about a couple in this first segment. G-Man's going to be joining us with his matchups of NFL Week 14. We G-Man special. Round out the day with this day in history. And Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you took some revenge out on an ex or they took some revenge out on you. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 
855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of that this show, not that show, this show. And that means that Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, December. Isn't it the 11th? It is the 11th is today. The 11th. Here's your Filippo Fast Five. Okay, so do um, sad news to start with. I always hate starting it this way, but Friday and Fifth Element star Tommy Tiny Zeus Lister has passed away at age 62. Oh, the actor nice. and wrestler rose to fame as the hilarious Debo in Friday and Next Friday and that terrible no-holds-barred-with Hulk Hogan. I remember that. Doctor Strange uh, 2, Rachel McAdams joins Sam Raimi's Multiverse of Madness. Surprise! Taylor Swift dropped a new album today. It's called Evermore. Say what? that now. I actually kind of like how she doesn't announce it. She just puts it out. So I wish the bands that um, we followed actually did that. Exactly. That would be really really cool um kevin hart wesley snipes will team for a netflix limited series called true story and emma stone nathan fielder benny safady to start in a showtime comedy called the curse and that was your filippo fast five now a lot of news coming out yesterday out of the world of uh marvel well actually disney in just general they just uh they went ham and announced a bunch of stuff yesterday. And, Hold on uh, to your butt. It just seemed like it just kind of just kept coming. And uh, uh, yesterday was called Disney Investor Day 2020. And they not only did they drop huge announcements, but it was just a plethora of announcements after announcements. And uh, it, it just it just kept coming. It didn't stop. It just seemed like there was so much. But uh you know, so they dropped a new trailer for WandaVision, which comes out uh, in January. That'll be the first of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. You yep. can catch that. January and, uh, 15th. Awesome little trailer. Um, and then there was uh, the first trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, that comes out, uh, was just summer of 2021. March 15th. And then one, one, is it March? Even better. Yep. And then they announced uh, Loki. Uh, which, uh, which is great because it picks up right in uh, in game where they were time traveling and uh, you get to see the adventures of that. And then lastly, they showed an actual trailer of the animated What If, which is the alternate universe animated of what if this happened instead of that with Disney. So um, some really cool stuff. Uh, you could definitely, it's all on the Proton Pack. It's all shared on our geeky nerdy one if you follow that and uh, you can also just really go to youtube and just type in any of these and you can watch the trailers definitely worth watching um they had a sizzle reel for an upcoming miss marvel show miss marvel is a newer character to marvel comics that grabbed the world's imagination uh marvel announced uh iman villani it's an unknown will play kamala khan uh, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel's an original series uh, uh, from Marvel Studios, and it will come late 2021 to Disney Plus. Um, <clears throat> Kevin Feige also revealed um, 
that Iman Vellani will also star alongside Brie Larson in Captain Marvel 2, uh, which will also feature Tenoya Paris as the grown-up Monica Rambeau, who will, will be first seen in WandaVision. Feige then went on to drop reveals about a slew of new MCU shows and movies as well announced that Fantastic Four is officially on its way and will be helmed by Spider-Man Far From Home director John Watts. Oh, yeah. That's right there. Yeah, and that doesn't even stop. This like this might be a pretty heavy-centric entertainment news around that, but She-Hulk also arrives to the MCU. Tatiana Maslany will portray Jennifer Walters slash She-Hulk, and Tim Roth will return as Abomination. He was in The Incredible Hulk 2007 uh, before the MCU really got kicking into gear. Um, and Mark Ruffalo will also be back um, this will be directed by Kat Corio and Anna Valia. She-Hulk is coming to Disney Plus sometime in the near future. Still not done with the announcement news is here. Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn from Captain Marvel returns as the Skrull Talos in Marvel Studios' original series Secret Invasion coming to Disney Plus. So I guess so much for the whole next... Uh, I, I don't know where they're going with the MCU uh, next phase because I thought that was all going to be uh, Secret Invasion, but that's going to get its own show too. So it's going to be great to see how this all twines. I have no idea now. Very cool. Did you say Samuel L. Jackson? Yep. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, I like it. I just put no, that no, clip together great. yesterday, that's... and uh, no, I'm enjoying. I it. like it, especially since you have that because I just have. If it comes to Star Wars, the only thing I see accessible for me is... I'm not using the iPad today. I, I'm using the old Mac as, like, the soundboard best I can and actually using the MacBook to do the uh, recording. So Changing it um, up on us. Man, yeah. What else <laughs> do they have here? They're, they've announced a show called Ironheart, uh, which is in the vein uh, spinoff from Iron Man. Um, looks like Dominic Thorne is a genius... Inventor Riri Williams is Ironheart, an original series about the creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Uh, and then there's the show called Armor Wars, which Don Cheadle returns as James Rhodes, aka War Machine, in Armor Wars, an original series coming to Disney Plus. A classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true: what happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands. That's not it. I still have so much more to throw at you. I just got to move my clock here so I know where my time is. Um, <clears throat> the Guardians of the Galaxy will also be coming to Disney Plus in the form of a holiday special. James Gunn is back to write and direct. The original special will come to Disney Plus in 2022. So that'll line up right before Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3. Um, the fact that it's from, done from our friend, now it's not now, it turns, James Gunn. <laughs> awesome. And then everyone's favorite little tree, Baby Groot, will star in a series of sorts on Disney Plus featuring several new and unusual characters. I am Groot? An original series from Marvel Studios is coming to Disney Plus. Whew. Still more stuff coming. And you haven't even gotten to Star <laughs> Wars yet. <laughs> I haven't even got, I might not even get to it. I don't know. Um, Academy Award winning actor Christian Bale. Um, oh, good, oh, good for you. for you. There we go. 
Um, we'll be joining the cast of Thor Love and Thunder as the villain Gore the God Butcher in theaters May 6, 2022. Oh, we're not done. We still have more Marvel, man. Peyton Reed is back to direct the third Ant-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Paul Rudd, Evelyn. Oh, man. Evan. Uh, you got this. This is Lily. I can't say. Evangeline. Can't say her first name. It's Evangeline. Okay. God, her name is hard. It's a beautiful name. <laughs> Evangeline Lily, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer all return. Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Long and Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror. So Ant-Man Ant and the Wasp, Quantumania coming soon. And, of course, John Watts directing uh, Fantastic Four. Whew! That was just the Marvel portion. Uh, now, we get as much Star Wars news as I can. So Star Wars um, is also going to be big and heavily featured on Disney+. Plus. Hayden Christensen um of course i am master i'm ready i'm ready to be a jedi hopefully he's not any bitchy but hayden christensen is back for the obi-wan series and there's a lando carissian show in development as well so um and that will be uh donald glover will be playing will be back to play lando in that so um just crazy news and then Patty Jenkins will be directing Rogue Squadron. Taika Waititi will be developing new films. So those will be actual big movies coming to theaters. Um, and then there was, there's even more. I didn't even click on everything. There's a, uh, you had sent me uh, messages last night. Of, yeah, there was uh, a new, trailers. We new have, trailer for The Bad uh, Batch. There was a Cassian yeah. Andor series. And then uh, I was reading this morning that there was a, uh, a a new show being developed called Star Wars The Acolyte, which is from the um, uh, woman who headed uh, the Netflix series, oh, what is it called? Uh, Dollhouse? No, the uh, Red Doll, Doll, something doll. Any case, uh, sounds interesting. It's like a murder mystery uh, Star Wars series. Well, that'll be cool. And then, because uh, you, you mentioned the Bad Batch, uh, Andor, which takes place right before it's the prequel to Rogue One. Yep. <laughs> um, well, it can't and be then, the of sequel. Of course, Asaka Tano is going to get her own show, which is no surprise. And um, it's just crazy, crazy. Yeah, you have, okay, now I have all this. Now that I can click on his thing. Yeah. Oh, come on, click. Oh, yeah, so the Acolyte sparks the Darth Plagueis um, theories, which is sweet. Um, oh, my gosh, there's just so much. There's Tell, oh, tell you man, what. There's going to be pick. Let's uh, let people know where to find the Proton Pack podcast because we're going to be talking about this. Uh, we're going to record a brand new one on Monday, talk trailers, do all of that because there's just so much to do, and we've got so little time left. Yeah, that's it. So that's it, man. We'll, we'll go to the Proton Pack, check out our podcast Monday. We'll go into depth. We've covered basic, basically the chunk of it here, not not in even great detail. So that'll be a good, fun episode to check out. But that's really your entertainment news because the only other thing I had to say was, uh, you know, I don't even know. Yeah. Everything was just consumed by that. But I didn't have time to make punny birthdays, but we're going to do it on the fly here. So let's 
This bishop tangled with uh, Bumblebee, and she'll be hanging out with Hawkeye. Haley Steinfeld is 24 today. Um, this luchador is legendary. He's been wrestling since you and I were young and still wrestles today. I even think he lost an eye in an eye versus eye match. I'm sure that was real. <laughs> Rey Mysterio Jr. is 46. Wow, he's only 46. He must have been wrestling when he was super young. Uh, yeah, let's see. The boo. The he was he shouted at the devil. He was too fast for love. Um, he just liked them girls, 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 and he's slapping the bass. Nikki Six is sixty-two. Oh man, this guy he used to give fits to Mister Feeney, and he hung out with Corey Matthews. Um, that is writer strong is forty-one, and uh, oof. We're just going to call that your birthdays because I don't have uh, anybody else famous on here other than DJ Yella, 53, but I have no puns for him. So <laughs> happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday. You don't know DJ Yella? Oh, no, I don't know. Have you been living under a rock? In any case, folks, when we come back, it's Friday. We're going to run down good news, everyone. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, we can be uh, found on either of those platforms and any other social media platform. Uh, you can get a hold of me at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo, that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now it is Friday, and as we like to do on Fridays, you know, there's so much negative news out there, so many bad feelings, people going at one another. Well, we like to flip the switch a little bit and bring you th something that we call good news everyone yeah we like to lift you up take you into the weekend on an up note so i'll go ahead and kick things off with my good news good deeds do don't go unnoticed a little more than a year ago board panda published an article about nine-year-old pavel who donated his watercolors and drawings and of animals to help straight of animals to help stray animals and rescue shelters. The initiative was called Kind Brush. He used the money to buy food, medicine, and other necessary materials. One year later, Pavel is at the forefront of the cause of helping sheltered and stray animals. Pavel's mother, Ekaterina, Ekaterina, yep, got into contact and uh, gave an update. So uh, let's see. She said, uh, Hi, maybe you don't remember me. I'm the mother of Pommel Abramov, a young artist benefactor. I want to thank you very much for what you did for the project. I believe it was due to your post in particular that it became so popular abroad, thanks to which the project is living and developing. Pasha had the opportunity to realize his helpful ideas and create his own art with uh, art space with animals that need help. Thank you for all from our family. 
Um, let's see. Pavel's foundation has donated three tons of food and over 500,000 rubles to a dog shelter over the year. Uh, obviously, they're based rubles. out of uh, Russia. So <laughs> whatever that conversion rate is. He said, a lot has happened in our project this year. Pavel Abramov's Kind Brush is now an international movement to help animals and shelters. Today's number is about 150 orders sent to 15 countries in the world and about 1,000 orders in the queue. Thanks to this, it was possible to gain more than 3,000 kilograms of food, medicine, household items, repair materials, and household equipment at the shelter, more than 500,000 rubles to animal shelter life. Um, if you guys know the uh, conversion, let me know. I think it's a pretty significant amount of money. They said, now the project serves animals from the life shelter in Arzamas and shelters in other cities. The shelter has launched sterilization programs for homeless animals and food collection boxes to help the shelter animals. Uh, but the most important event of the year for us is the Art Pate Creative Cat Studio. Boy, that's a lot of word salad art pate creative cat studio <laughs> this is the that's workshop it's a, a lot to eat there bro yep this is the workshop of pavel and his friends here together with his family and friends he implements various ideas to help stray animals here too in the studio homeless cats live in search of a home we pick them up on the street treat them vaccinate them get passports and look for their new owners among our guests you can come to art pate with your whole family or friends the studio holds various educational and entertainment events to help animals. And you know, this kid is 10 years old. You should see his paintings. I'm gonna post it on our Facebook page, but they're amazing. I mean, they are really, really good. You wouldn't expect it from you know somebody of that age, but uh, this kid's got a bright artistic future ahead of him. Well, that's good, especially when they get into it so young and if that's inspiring to them where it, you know, it leads to more like our, our buddy, Andrew Nixon. And I don't know where you're at in this world, buddy. If you're, if you're watching the show, we miss you. Um, he used to do art really young, you know, and, and granted as we got older, there was obviously, there was, you know, there's always somebody better at what you do, but man, he was a really good artist though. Yeah, he was great. And you know, the fact that this kid not only is just a painter, sure he could go off to sell it and become famous that way, but the fact that he's using the money to help raise, uh, uh, donations and food and care for shelter animals makes it even that much better. And that is my good news, everyone. All right, Tone, you're up. Uh, bring us some good news. Good news. Well, this was a longer story, but they shortened it, which uh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. So this is... <laughs> I hope you have a backup one because they, 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 they updated the article and they got rid of half of it. So I've always got a backup uh, just in case. Yeah. So this one is, I'm going to just put this in my, the old Google search engine here um, just to see if I can get that actual whole story because it was a good one. But um, give me just one sec. Let nope. No. Nope. Let it load and nope. let me simmer here. You're not allowed. Nope. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> This, this might work. Oh, nope. Okay, so I'm just going to read what I have. I'm sorry. This is all I got. Um, the article is Metalhead. Uh, man wakes from coma. Metal basis is, is respiratory um, therapist. Imagine waking up from a coma to see a musician you're a fan of standing in the room. Now, imagine that musician 
is also your respiratory therapist. This actually happened to the fan of the band Hammerlord a few years back, who awoke to bassist Terry Taylor waiting to assist him. And that's it. See, then it cuts out. So, so lame. Yesterday, it had like this whole article. Basically, had this guy in the hospital, and he had to get his uh, breathing back after the coma it had to get back into rhythm it was out of sorts and uh what this musician had done for him had been working for him to get it and it just turned out like he was a fan of this of the bass player of that band so it just turned out to be a really good story it's basically what the whole thing was but for whatever reason uh loudwire which is where i got this article completely clipped like they went back <laughs> and revised it because that article is like mostly gone now so I apologize. Uh, I will Google for a better one. Hey, that's all right. That's all I have for good news, unfortunately. It's not uh, not what I was hoping for. It is interesting. Never had that, that happen. That would be like uh, waking Never had them go back and revise it. So. Yeah. That would be like uh, waking up from a coma and having Jason Newstead standing over you. It'd be just weird and yeah. awkward. And But uh, regardless, it'd, I'd Yeah, say it'd be really, it, really strange. So I'm glad you have a backup because... Uh, <laughs> never uh, I'm just embarrassed because that sucks like I've never when pulling articles and stuff I've never had I've had them go back and revise it but there's always like they say article updated I've never had them actually go back and take out the entire article because it's kind of a pointless article now right well even though it was short it was still good news everyone all right uh, and like I said, I always come prepared with a backup because uh, we don't want to get caught with our pants down, for lack of a better term. But, well, uh, like that one. Yeah. A man from the UK who ordered an inflatable Grinch for his daughter was taken aback when he found out its real size was bigger than his house. Now, the 49-year-old father has set up the inflatable figure right outside of his front door for a good cause. Needless to say, pictures of the pot-bellied, pear-shaped green creature has now been circulated widely on social media. Ray Liddell played, paid $670 for the inflatable, but had no clue it would turn out to be taller than a giraffe. After getting more than he bargained for, he has become a celebrity of sorts in Hartpool County, Durham. Hundreds of people have been flocking to Ray's house to catch a glimpse of the gigantic Grinch. So now Ray is using the popularity of the figure for a good cause. He has asked families to donate some money to charity after they have a look at the green giant in the front yard. According to reports, he has already collected more than $13,000. He said There's, wow. there was a queue on Sunday morning. I made sure everyone was socially distanced. I reckon we must have had over 5,000 people visit. It's been a real marvel so far. I only ordered it for my daughter as she loves the Grinch. I was delighted with her reaction, let alone that of strangers. The money collected from the public will be sent to the Alice House Hospice, a care center that looked after uh, Ray's uh, dad died before he passed away uh, from COVID-19. So, uh, you know, it's it's a mistake that turned into something good and raising over $13,000 is nothing to scoff at. You know, it's uh, it's, a really cool thing and good news everyone definitely <laughs> Woo! well yeah, that one's really good that does it for good news everyone for today when we come back we've got a segment called how observant how observant are you don't go anywhere we'll be back in a few
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th. Now we are in the final segment of the first hour, but don't fret, there's still plenty ahead with our second hour to go. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or want to catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in this segment, which we've titled How Observant, wanted to talk about observations that people have made either about their lives or about just things in general. Tony, do you ever come across something that, uh, you know, it's just awkward or uh, something that you just have to share with people um, based on an observation you've made about your own personal life or just something going on around you? Uh, nothing in particular, but yeah, I have. Okay. Just no examples. Well, as I run uh, these, my head. as I run these down, uh, maybe something will come to mind. Feel free to chime in at any point. But uh, you know what? Since I love this soundbite, we're good. We're going to use this as our separator. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> so hold on to your butts, <laughs> folks. Here are some stories from people who have made some uh, rather unique observations. For instance, this from Twitter user Rachel Harper says, For the past two years, the ticket man at my station, the guy who gave out tickets at her subway station, has baffled me. Some days we get on like a house on fire, chatting about life. Other days he won't even return a hello. Turns out to be a pair of identical twins who both work there. Two separate men, oh, wow. two years. <laughs> she had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm sure she thought it was just yeah. split personalities or, or you know. <laughs> yeah, whatever, like, why maybe. is this dude, like, we just talked. Like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, at least she got some clarification. Moving on with uh, how observant. Hold on to your butts. This from Twitter user Mustard Sally one Awesome name. Says I waved to a man because I waved to a man because I thought he waved at me. Apparently, he waved to another woman. So to get out of the awkward situation, I kept my hand up, and a taxi pulled over and drove me to the airport. I'm now in Poland, starting a new life. <laughs> All from just uh, thinking somebody was waving at you. You ever do that, Tone? You ever think somebody's like making eye contact with you or waving at you? Oh. You respond back and realize that it's somebody behind you. Yeah, every day, man. There's sometimes people will be staring my way and I, at work. I get that a lot. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> I'll like a way back and I'll be like, hey, and they're not even talking to me. I'm just like, oh, okay. And then I just roll on. <laughs> I, I think we've all been there. I think we can all relate to that. Well, let's move on with how observant. Hold on to your butts. Hold on, Tony, what would you say is probably the most useless degree somebody can get from a college? Most useless one? Uh-huh. Uh, For me, I'd say like uh, liberal studies or, or ancient Latin or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I majored in the, the history of the dark arts. <laughs> uh, are you teaching over at Hogwarts later? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, this from user Katie Hannigan says, my friend got a degree in Egyptology, 
about as useless as you can get, but can't get a job, obviously. So he's paying more money to get a PhD so he can go to work teaching other people Egyptology. In his case, college is literally a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Quite observant. That's, that's, yeah, that's random. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it is one of those things that, yeah, what are you going to do with an Egyptology degree? Uh, that's a, I don't even know what that is, so I don't know. It's just the study of Egypt. I mean, how many museums could you potentially work for? You, know, it's a, you seem to be limiting your job options. Uh, yeah, and you'd be wasting a lot of money, too. So, <laughs> All Jeez. right. Let's move on with how observant. Hold on to your butt. How about All right. Uh, this from Nick Hansen, MN, probably from Minnesota. Says, mm -bop. There's literally nothing better than when you're full on laughing with someone and you both keep adding things that make it funnier and you can barely breathe. And again, I think that's something that we can all relate to where uh, it just snowballs into this uncontrollable laughter and, and you know you start crying can't breathe um i've had a few of those moments in uh recent years I, I like i like i like to laugh like that i those are the best ones those gut busters where you're just always in a, a good mood where or something just puts you in that belly laugh that you can't stop it's it's awesome oh it's so much fun let's move on with how observant hold on to your butts all right so this next one uh you know obviously our use of our brains vary based on what we do, our lives, those sorts of things. Uh, you know, for me, doing this radio show is enough just to keep my brain moving and, and uh, it's fulfilling in that regard. Because otherwise, you know, what else would you be doing? Um, I sometimes wonder, though, you know, if I've got the same mental capacity now as I did when I was a kid in school. For instance, uh, Twitter user Brown Boak. Bucklet, I got to be careful how I say it. Bucklet, <laughs> said this can't be the same brain I was using to read 750-page novels in three days during middle school. Do you remember those times of just cramming for tests or having to finish uh, a book report in one night? And yeah, well, and it's you think it's if you cram, it's going to all be fresh, but realistically, man, it just you put too much overload that it's tough. Like some of the stuff is fresh, so it kind of works, but oh man. <laughs> it gets rough. A lot of late nights, and then your brain just does not function. So, not yeah. not as well as it should, at least. Yeah, these days it's more like an old computer where uh, when you boot it up, it's working fine, but as the day goes on, it starts slowing down. <laughs> yep, which is why I'm trying a different one today versus what I normally use. <laughs> well, let's move on with how observant. Hold on to your butts. This from Twitter user, that one mum says, just realized that my boyfriend never asked me to be his girlfriend and we've never established that we are actually dating. We just like living together and have a baby together, but we don't have an anniversary or anything. Oh my God, are we dating? Is it too late to ask what are we? What if we are just friends? Um, I'm pretty sure you're dating, but uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to always be spoken. You know, uh, Jesse no, and you I- you don't really need, need a title, right? No, no. Uh, you know, do you say, or can we go steady? Is that still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it is weird. I, I'll tell you for the last, you were about to tell us about Jesse. Why don't you tell us like for you guys? Oh, I was you, just, I don't think anyone ever just said, well, you'll be my girlfriend. Only if you be my boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, Jesse and I've been together for five years. We got engaged last year. 
And people keep asking, oh, when are you going to get married? You know, uh, aren't you worried about getting married during COVID? Blah, blah, blah. And we're really just rolling with the punches. We're in no rush. It'll happen when it happens. You know, there's no rush to, to you know, be like, we're officially married. It's, it's, it's nice that way. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things, man. With the uh, last girl I dated, I, I think it was more fun and when we didn't have a title like we just we hung out all the time together we were basically boyfriend girlfriend i mean we hung out did everything together shoot we traveled uh batted together and all that stuff and then i feel once once we made it like an official boyfriend girlfriend like having to make it official like you then you go make facebook official and all that <laughs> then it seemed like it went Wah! so i don't know I kind of like the no pressure of it uh, when you're just dating, you know? As long as you mm -hmm. just commit, as long as you have that understanding and you communicate what you have. Right. And obviously, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not in the dating pool. Tony, you are. You know, trying to figure out what's going on and, and how people are feeling, eh, it makes it a little difficult sometimes. Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, let's move on with how observant. Hold on to your butts. Tony, I know. Ooh, yeah, baby. I know you don't have any animals now, but you used to have a couple dogs. We've got dogs here. We've got bunnies. We've got a, a frog that'll eat your finger. But uh, did you ever talk to your pets, uh, either just as a normal human being, or use the baby voice? Both <laughs> guilty on both charges. Yeah, it was. I, I think uh, we all are. Hey, Bob, what are you doing? Yay! You get all jazzed because it's. It's fun. Like when I used to get home and Shadow would see me get all excited, you know, he'd do his little butt wag thing because he had like his curly, you know, because I had a Shiba Inu and their tails like they come up and they curl. But what he would do, he'd do this cute thing when he's excited to see you. He'd like his little teeth would come out and his ears would bend down and he would shake his butt. And so when he'd get home, I'd be like, oh, he's a good boy, you know, and just, yeah. Guilty. <laughs> well, Guilty. Uh, this from Twitter user Home Halfway. He decided to make a list of uh, the conversations that he has with his cat. Said, just had a great conversation with my cat. We discussed the following. Number one, is he a little baby? Two, he is in fact a little baby. Three, the fact that he's very cute. Four, the origin of how he got to be so cute. Five, why is he so little? And six, details as to how he's a good boy. <laughs> How analytical Listen, of your baby talk. <laughs> this is a little friend. You can find my friend on Instagram. He's got his own little Instagram. You should follow him because he's a good boy. <laughs> and then finally, on so why my uh, kid voice turned to uh, why that girl in my head or person turned to a kid voice, but hey, it happens. All right. Finally, with how observant. Hold on to your butts. Tony, I know this happens to you. It happens to me as well. And uh, it's something I can't quite explain. This from Twitter user Sahil says, I'll put my music on shuffle, then I'll get annoyed because it doesn't play the songs I like. That's ah. true. <laughs> it's very true. It is. It's 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 ridiculous because you're like, why is it? It'll play like bands and they'll play bands that are definitely not like it. No. No, it can be frustrating, but that's the joy of Shuffle. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour. When we come back, it is our call-in topic of relationship red flags. Enjoy the news. Go take a pee break. We'll be back in about seven minutes.
December 11th, where your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, I understand you're having a little work done on your furnace there, huh? Uh, yeah, not not my choice, but the landlord has that going on. So, um, yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> well, luckily, it's not the Xfinity guy. We know uh, how that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where I spent my break. No smoothie, no nothing. But I did top off on the tea, so there you go. Not not a not a wasted break, do you know? A little caffeine in the system, lubricate the throat a little bit. Yeah, just not a euphemism. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Furnace guy is over. It's not that sort of situation. No, no, no. <laughs> But speaking of that sort of situation, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day. Now, I wanted to remind you that uh, we give the next day's topic in advance. That way it gives you guys time to chime in on the Phoenix line, which is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. You just call, leave a message, leave your thoughts on whatever the next day's topic is. And then, of course, we'll play it during that topic section. Today's topic is relationship red flags. We've all been there. Obviously, uh, you know, it's that time of year where uh, relationships are a little on the strange side. You know, if you're in a long-term relationship, sure, it's great. If you're in a short-term relationship or it just got started, you know, what do you do about the holidays? Do you exchange gifts? Do you meet the family? Do you go away together? Whatever it may be. So we wanted to talk about what are your non-starters? What has either happened in the past or something you look out for that is basically telling you eh, abort abort tony anything come to mind on your end oh yeah oh yeah man <laughs> where where do you begin right um in the in the vast uh, dating world over uh, 7 years it's uh it's usually when it when girls well for me in my case is that few that i have dated they've uh you know if they seem too hung up on their past relationship it generally means they're not over it so that kind of is hard they'll hover too much in that um just a lot of little things uh when you don't have stuff in common and you try to make it fit and you start to see the the what do they they say the crazy eyes and how i met your mother yeah. they, they got them crazy eyes like there was like definite you could tell anger when they say stuff like nope you you're when you can already tell sense the controlling stuff like uh, yeah, you're not gonna have facial hair with me if in my house, and <laughs> and you're not, you know. Oh, Star Wars, yeah, you you, 
I, that ain't playing in my house, you know, just little silly things like that. But uh, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can go on for days of just crazies like red flags, you know, for me, <laughs> to throw back to my last relationship and not say I'm, I'm hovering in it. It's just the last actual one I was in. Jeez, get over it the already. Big red f- yeah, I know. <laughs> right. It's just good for story stuff. Right? Exactly. The, the big red f- for me in that one was the trip in uh, Washington. The aha moment was sitting in the car, like be, me being myself. Like you absolutely have to be able to be yourself don't try to be somebody else don't try to be this fake impressive just genuine you that's all you can be so me being a silly goofy guy you know i pick up the girl's phone i've probably told the story on the show before but if you're a new listener you kind of get the uh the shortened version but i pick up the phone you know hands are full we're, we're getting she's getting us coffee and uh and I pick up the phone and it, I can't understand. I thought it was a spam call. So I'm like, I have all, I cannot hear you. No big deal. And then she's like, she grabs the phone. Why would you do that? Don't, don't do that. I'm like, whoa, just <laughs> sorry. And she's like, that was our Uber driver. I was like, whoa, okay. And uh, so then on the ride, you know, of course we get the most angriest Uber driver, you know, it's like this lady with a mullet and just very angry Prius driving lady. And, well, and uh, you didn't start off the relationship in the best way with the Uber driver, <laughs> to be yeah, fair. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, by doing that to the Uber driver, I already had a bad relationship with that. Then I have a pissed off girlfriend because I decided to be funny. It was just me being silly, you know. You, I was just like, whatever. But during that ride, that's when we hit the bump and that white zombie pink coffee thing she got me went all over the prius all over me a little on her but mainly on me i just started laughing but that was the aha moment that was the red flag where i was like you know what this is probably not gonna work and then it really solidified when i moved up here and and i was told like well, i'm not driving up there all the time to see you <laughs> okay red flag that means you're i'm not i'm not that important no, so no. it's cool you know, and uh, you know, I'm sure she doesn't listen to the show. But if she does, it's not a show. It's not a shoot. I am over it. It's just matter of fact. And luckily, you're not calling her out by name, so uh, you know nobody's the wiser. In any case, no, folks, inner we, circle knows that's about it. We want to open it up to you. We want to hear from you. Comment now on our Facebook page. Uh, the we Lice video. We want to know at, what you're thinking at Facebook.com/slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F radio of course with an r just click into the live video comment in the comment section about your relationship red flags either something that uh, you've experienced in the past as a red flag or something that uh, you've sort of just set yourself up with that uh, if they exhibit x y and z it's not meant to be folks when we come back it is all about you so don't go anywhere we will be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th. Now, we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and the watchers. Just head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Click into the live video and comment into our comment section now about our topic which is relationship red flags. Uh, before the break, Tony gave us his story about uh, his fun trip to Washington or lack thereof. Washington. <laughs> For me, I think a red flag that I should have seen, but, uh, you know, I was young. Hi, Chris. I was naive. Not ah. that one. Because <laughs> ah. in that case, oh, I, man, didn't, you, I didn't actually oh, I have a relationship. <laughs> Uh, headed... You've had some crazies back in the old high school days, bro. Oh yeah, oh. I had it. I had MC Chunk. That was it. <laughs> Sometimes you went whaling, and it was cool. Now mine was uh, after high school, actually, uh, technically after college too. Uh, was dating a girl. We went over to her house, uh, had some barbecue, some really good food, hanging out in the living room, and she accidentally dropped her plate on the rug, white rug barbecue sauce splattered everywhere and uh, the minute that I tried asking if I could help she snapped at me she said no get out of here get out and start freaking out should have been a red flag me being young and naive was not a red flag but uh, you know what it happens it's uh, how we grow it's how we become better at being ourselves <laughs> as we grow up but uh, uh. you know it's it's uh it's one of those things. You now, usually had those effects like when you broke up with the girl in high school. Like uh, I never knew the college one. That's the first time I've heard that story. But uh, you always had this weird effect on them where they'd go nuts and they'd come. Then all of a sudden, I was their best friend. Yep. So, so how's Chris? Um, um, does he talk about me? Um, um, <laughs> so, 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 so what went wrong? Can I just ask you? Like, dude, every girl... Hey, I knew you've broken up with. So I knew how to pick them. Good thing I'm sure. already. It's a good thing I'm already friends with with your fiance. Like, yeah. Like I was friends with her before, and I'm friends with her during. And as long as she doesn't screw you over, we'll be friends after. But hopefully, there's not an after. But you know what I mean. It's just funny because, like, I look, I go, "Why didn't you see the flags?" You know, because we're stupid. And sometimes as guys, we think with certain things. Yep. Now with Jesse. I know all of her crazy, and none of those are red flags. So uh, that's where I think it's a good match. You know, there's uh, yeah. my crazy matches her crazy, and I, I think we'll we'll be happily crazy together. So <laughs> happily crazy together. Now, folks, we are talking relationship red flags. Feel free to chime in on the comment section of our live video. Tony, has anybody uh, chimed in on oh. your end? Oh yeah, I reached out to a few peeps because I wasn't getting nothing. So I went out and I did a little research and I even remembered, I can't believe I forgot one, which I will share after if there's still time. But let's right. get to the people of the Phoenix Nation. And Lacey had told me that one of her red flags, because she's been with Michael forever. And Mike's, a, he's a fantastic dude. There is no red flags with that guy. He is, he's a sweetheart. He's a good dude. Now, before Mike... There was some other one and he was uh she was with him for a while and uh i can say this because it's what was written and i'm ron burgundy and i read what's written but he's an asshole 
He was just, when he'd get drunk, he was just a complete asshole. So, uh, feels good to get a little curse words out sometimes. Uh, Way to go, uh, a-hole! Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Um, a bad drunk can really dictate, you know? Because if you have someone that's really cool in, you know, sober life, and you're like, oh, man, they're awesome. I want to spend all my time. But then when you drink with them, and they're just like, oh, man, they're just treacherous to be around, and they're violent, and they're angry, and just and then they like to drink, then that's not something you want to do with them. You're like, dude, I don't want that person. That's too much. So yeah. I can definitely relate to that. Um, I've come to realize that there's three types of drunks. There's angry drunks. Luckily, you and I are neither of those. There are flirty drunks, which Tony definitely is. And uh, yeah. I'm the I love you man drunk. I, you know, when I get drunk, and it, it takes a little bit to get me there. Um, I'm, I love you, man. Oh, you're the best. You know, just so much love yeah. to go around. You definitely are. And then you puke in a bag and we throw it in, our na in my neighbor's yard. Yeah, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we became best friends. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you definitely, there are those three types. And uh, man, I become like Rico Suave, dude. Like, <laughs> I can like, I can, I'm like a hot knife through butter, dude. I can talk. Sober, I'm like, nah, not so much. Have um, you met Tony? But anyways, and <laughs> then we had uh, our friend Stacy also. I reached out to her. Um, she said, OMFG, bah ha 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 ha, which is, you know, she's just laughing, which is good. That's not how she really laughs. It's almost Could a maniacal laugh. laugh. like that? One of the, just a couple red flags. Like if your person you're dating is keeping you secret, like... Oh, don't post anything on social media. Uh, don't don't put that out there and just keep it between us. It's usually a bad sign that they're either um, in another relationship still, or you're, you know you're the side piece. Uh, there's a lot of bad things that could be if, if they're not being honest. So um, uh, definitely monogamy issues. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard out there. I can tell you in the dating world, a lot of people out there. And it's surprisingly, it's disappointing, but there are a lot of people that are not forthcoming and honest that they're still in relationships or trying to get out of them because of tricky situations. And me, I in my head, I always think, well, I could fix that. You're not going to win, dude. Just if they're still involved with somebody, either have a friendship or get the hell out of there and just roll. Exactly. Um, again, don't always translate right. well you know yeah. um not making time for you uh one of the big things is when somebody when you put forth your heart and effort into somebody and that they don't reciprocate or they just when they talk to you or when they finally see you you know you go a few days like i know you know with her you know it's something she's dealt with but yeah just simply you know not excited to see you or they don't put out the same vibe and energy you put in so it definitely takes its toll mm -hmm. not introducing you to friends or family which of course goes along the lines of keeping secrecy secret. yeah. but that's a frustrating one too and you know it's definitely something i could relate to in that and then seems to only want sex yeah that's definitely a red flag it means you definitely are just the uh, friend with benefits like you don't have to have the title it's just when when you have that itch to scratch and you do it that's it you know again i've been in those two. Oh yeah <laughs> god i have been in a lot what everything she says in there i've been through a lot of those <laughs> and it? i'm stupid and I, i'm like that idiot that that would stick a knife in a 
uh, and you know a, a socket over and over. Like you know it's gonna shock the <laughs> right. leap out of you. But I'm the idiot that keeps doing it. Like I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's the uh, Tony dating checklist. I think you were able to check. Oh yeah. Every single one of yeah, those. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No. Stace. Thank you. That was that's a lot of good stuff here. Um, let's see. Nope. No one else has chimed in. Um, Siri is apparently trying to chime in here. So close her <laughs> out. But, uh, you know, that reminded me. Almost everything reminded me. I'm not going to say names, but you know who it is. But it reminds me of that constant, ridiculous back and forth crap I did for like two and a half years where I was with the one, but then she couldn't tell the parents. And we had to like secretly go make out in a parking lot and we had to go do this. And then... But you, we couldn't tell anybody. We had to be real, real mythical. Like on one hand, it was fun. Like during the time, I'm not gonna lie, I had a good time with it. But the breakup over and over. It was anytime it got too serious, it ended. <laughs> and then I ended up dating somebody else. And then, then she'd be like, "I miss you," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and, and like an idiot, I go back and forth. The back and this thing was like, what was it? Like two and a half. It felt like. 5,975 years of this back and forth BS, but it was like a year and a half, two years. Oh, there was red flags everywhere. My friends, like you included, <laughs> like, oh, dude, like you do you, but uh, just saying, you know, it just, it looks like you, you could do better. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, they're So I always tell my friends now, it's like, just, just be blunt with me, like, tell me. And everyone's like, we will. And the last girlfriend, everyone's like, oh, she was nice. And I'm like, but but no warning. Well, you were happy, so you're. That's all that matters. You were happy. Yeah, there were a lot of. Con- oh, I love that. A lot of conversations of. Uh, yeah, you know, it's over. It's you know, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. You know, I miss you. Here I come. <laughs> oh, dude. I don't know what it was like. Now, like that girl could chime in like today and be like, I totally miss you. Want to get back together? And the answer would be no. Like I. The spell has been broken, you know, like, but damn, man, I was under a curse. Oh, she put a spell on you. Mm. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was forbidden. Was one, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, it was that. Whew. And ultimately it came down to, you know, what a lot of people think is, you know, I can change them. It, it'll be different with me. It'll be, you know, and it's never the case. It never, ever goes that way. So, uh, no. well, and it sucked too, because it's like sometimes in relationships, if you don't listen or, or pay attention to the red flags, you start to become somebody you're not. And that's where you have to go into any relationship or anything, and it, friendships, everything, any anything you do in life, just be you. That's all you can. You, know, you try to be somebody fake or something else, it's, it's just it's disappointing, and you're just setting yourself up for issues down the line. Good advice, Tone. You know, ladies... Tony is our eligible bachelor. If you don't check any of the boxes that uh, we just went through, go ahead and reach out to him. And, uh, you know, maybe there's a little love connection there. Folks, that does He's it. He's got too many pop figures, man. <laughs> that does it for relationship red, flag. red flags. When we come back, G-Man's joining us with NFL Week 14 picks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th. Now, we talk about it a couple times. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topics. For instance, our call-in topic for Monday is Christmas on the cheap. What are the best Christmas gifts to give to people if you don't have a lot of money to spend? So give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is that time, our favorite time each Friday when G-Man joins us with his matchups, NFL Week 14. And I've only got one question for you. Are you ready? G-Man, how you doing today? Doing good, brothers. How you guys doing? I'm good. Tony, doing good? Doing good, man. Sorry, I thought I, I got someone working on the furnace downstairs, so I was quiet for a second because I thought they said something. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm doing great, man. Sorry, live radio. I, I did swear <laughs> I didn't freeze and just froze up. Yeah. So. It's time for some football. Exactly. Yeah, now, baby. Now you crunch time. December football. It's the best. Now you, uh, it really is, man. It really is. Whew. You sent me a message yesterday with your pick for the Rams game, which I mean, the Rams blew the Patriots out of the water yesterday. Had no doubt that that was going to happen because they're not the Patriots of old. But uh, that was yesterday. Let's look forward to the weekend, starting off with our wild card matchup. You've got the Chiefs minus seven, of course, by the hook versus the Dolphins. How do you see that one playing out? Yeah, this one, uh, you know, admittedly makes me a little bit nervous because, you know, they have to win by a touchdown, you know, after buying the hook, you know, but uh, they they struggled, uh, you know, last week, the Chiefs did. And, and uh, of course, defending Super Bowl champions, uh, they've uh, they've been there before. Even before they won the Super Bowl, you have, of course, the, uh, the failures that they had, you know, in the big games, uh, namely against uh, Tom Brady and Brian Flores. Uh, the, you know, there was uh, that year that the the the, uh, the Patriots won the, the Super Bowl uh, two times. They beat uh, Patrick Mahomes and the mm-hmm. Chiefs that year, and then the following year, of course, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So I digress. But that being said, against the Dolphins, I think that uh, of course it's two two is questionable, but I I think he's going to play. And of course, even if something happens and and um, Fitzpatrick you know is put in at the helm, I think that the Chiefs are going to rally this week. Um, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, I think, for the Dolphins to keep up, you know, assuming that the Chiefs are clicking, uh, which even though they, uh, you know, kind of stumbled, you know, a couple times, you know, I was taking the points <laughs> at the right time. And so it all worked out. But I think this is one of those those big games. It's going to be a great uh, game. You know, they, of course, 11-1 and one against an 8-4 and four team. You have, uh, you know, two capable teams, you know, that could you know, win the game, but uh, bah, let's see what happens. <laughs> well, and the Chiefs always seem to pull it together when they're playing the bigger matchups. You know, last week was a little bit of a trap game against the uh, Broncos, which, you know, they didn't look great, but at the same time, they probably weren't expecting that to be as difficult for them as it was. And, uh, you know, it's just the way it goes. You, you let your guard down, you don't play as well, but they ended up winning that game. Yeah, and that's exactly why I took them, because I could see that was a trap game based on these two games that were coming up. Uh, with the Dolphins, and the next week is the Saints. And then uh, the two games after that, basically, they should have everything wrapped up with a whole field, home field advantage. I'm sure that's something that Andy Reid, uh, you know, is preaching to the crew, 
and again, you know, it's it's time to compete, and uh, you know, at that high level. And I, I see the Chiefs, uh, you know, coming through, and hopefully they'll win by seven to ten points or more. Uh, for our pocketbook's sake, let's hope you're right. Yeah. Let's move on with our like a safe bet on that. So <laughs> let's move on with our marquee matchup: the no longer undefeated Steelers. You have them plus three again by the hook versus the Bills. You know, Bills have been looking good in recent days, but I mean, the Steelers, aside from that trap game, look virtually undefeatable. Yeah, same thing. Uh, you know, a lot of times I'll look for, again, angles, uh, psychological angles, especially at this level. You're talking about 1,500 of the best football players, you know, in the world. And these guys are they're, they're just so – just the, the differences are just so minor. You know, it's more, more normally into, uh, you know, technique and, and uh, you know, in this case, you know, the desire you know, I think is going to be pretty strong on the Steelers. It's almost a relief after you are undefeated, say, 11 weeks into the season, uh, you know, to get that loss, you know, because it just keeps building up, build up. Everybody's asking, are you going to go undefeated? Are you going to go undefeated? You know, Don Shulin, or not the, you know, the, the, the Dolphins crew, you know, uh, you know, is going to be calling and, you know, hoping they're able to have their, their toast, you know, when the team finally loses every year. And so, uh, so that being said, it's a Mike Tomlin coach team. You can you can better believe, of course. Uh, you know, again, everybody knows what the standings. Uh, you know, the the Bills are uh, definitely a playoff uh, team, and you know, in certain circles, you know, probably a long shot Super Bowl, uh, you know, contender. And so, the players are going to be up for this. I think the Steelers are the better team. Uh, they're going to be wanting to send a message and set things right, and they're getting three points. So. I'll, I'll take that. And again, make sure you buy the hook so that way if the Steelers do win by a field goal, you have a decision-making ticket and you're going to be cashing instead of saying, dang. Right. Dang. It's your insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got to ask, did you see the uh, Twitter post from Larry Zonka uh, during the last Steelers game decked out in all of his uh, Dolphins gear? And it's a selfie of him in front of the TV just sort of basking in the glory that they were no longer undefeated. Yeah, I did not see that, but uh, you know, I mean, I've seen plenty of them over the years, and what a what a fun club, you know, to be in, to be on the roster of that 1972 Dolphins, and then after all of these decades, not years, decades of futility, uh, and you know, my Niners had a chance one year; they ended up 18 and one, and actually the one game they lost was to the Steelers on a questionable pass interference call, Candlestick Park, and uh, the Patriots with the Randy Moss. Uh, you know, uh, going undefeated and, mm -hmm. and uh, of course, losing to the Giants in that epic game uh, with Plaxico Burris, you know, making the, the winning touchdown. So, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. And the only thing I have to say is those guys were able to do it in 17 games. Now it's 19 games. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. and this year, I think the playoffs are expanded, right? And so they are. There's, there's, there's yeah, an so, extra playoff game. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's move on to our best bet matchup. You have two teams whose records aren't reflective of how well they're actually playing. You have the Falcons minus two and a half versus the Chargers. You know, uh, losing records, but two very respectable teams. Yeah, this one just kind of, uh, this pick right here, I think uh, the Falcons are going to prevail. You know, first, uh, the, anytime that the East Coast, you know, you have that West Coast travel to the East Coast challenge that doesn't bode well, you know, a lot of times, especially when you're laying points, um, you know, but the opposite is true. 
you know, really because you have an East Coast team and they have, of course, a time difference, but it's later in the day. You're talking about a one o'clock game, so their bodies are on four o'clock time, not 10 o'clock in the morning time. Right. <laughs> and so it's a, that's a huge difference. And then looking at the way that the teams have played, of course, Anthony Lynn, you know, at the end of the season, I think that his, uh, his job is at best, you know, uh, you know in question. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I yeah. think that he's going to be fired along with all the other, you know, pundits that, you know, chime in on the sports world. And uh, and looking, of course, at the that the that the two motivations, I think, of course, you got Herbert, the, the, the rookie quarterback, and he's having a fantastic year for sure, at, you know, absolutely. But it's almost like uh, that game against the Patriots, a lot of things factored into that game. But at this point of the year, a lot of times mentally the players, some of the players do give up. Um, I wouldn't call tanking it, you know, because it still shows up on film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are vying for their jobs next year, whether it be with that team or signing with another team. And then uh, looking just at the way the Falcons, in spite of their record, I mean, they are the the team this year, you know, that could easily chalk up three or four wins because the games were so close. Even last week, uh, they could have, uh, and that last drive upset the Saints, you know, um, if Ridley could have hung on to that ball. Uh, you know, on the last play. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I look for the Falcons to come out and be able to prevail by at least a field goal. It seems a good, uh, a good, a good number. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Which is why we call it our best bet. So to recap, you have the Chiefs minus seven by the hook versus the Dolphins. You have Steelers plus three again by the hook versus the Bills and Falcons minus two and a half versus the Chargers. G-Man, we love having you on each and every Friday. Uh, I put on my brand new Broncos hat, hoping for the best, of course, expecting the worst because it is the Broncos this season. But uh, G-Man, tell people how they can find you and some of the other projects you've got going on right now yeah well i I don't know if you notice you know but i uh, started you know putting the the goatee back on the ugly face i have here (laughs) and uh so that uh, that that triggers normally that uh, there's something going on with seedless tendency and i i don't have the uh just the the happiness of being able to announce you know any kind of show or anything like that but i tell you what probably in the next couple months i'm going to hibernate and get into some songwriting and so I'm kind of pretty much getting into character. And, uh, you know, so that can be coming up. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be able to get some things going there. Um, we're, we have pro- a best a best of Seedless Tennessee, you know, that'll probably be released in the next, you know, maybe before the end of the year. Um, it's all set up and ready to go, which will be kind of cool. And uh, outside of that, yeah, uh, Big Bongo Productions, the G-Man on, you know, on our page. And uh, that's, you know, that's how you can get in touch with me. Awesome. And I always put those posts up on our Facebook page. So, um, you know, if you head over to our Facebook page, you know where to get a hold of us. You click on the link, it sends you over to G-Man. G-Man, thank you again. We love it every Friday. Folks, that does it for this version of G-Man's Mashups. Not Mashups, Matchups, NFL Mashup, 14. Mashups. <laughs> when we come back, we are headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. See Later. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
Well, you did it, folks. We made it not only to the end of this show, but the end of the week. It is Friday. It is the last segment of the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, December 11th. Now, if you missed a portion of it, want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, go ahead and head over to phoenixmedia.us. Click on the show's link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video. You can get audio as well or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? It's a trap. <laughs> it's just a trap. Admiral Akbar. The red it's a red flag. If 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 a, if a girl asks you if you're a god, um it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a trap. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Because sharing is caring. Now make me some pasta, bitch. <laughs> That's I'm a new one. Sorry, I still, there was that, that TikTok video with the pasta. Maybe some pasta. I, no, I don't want any of pasta. It just, for some reason, that just, it, it still made, it made me laugh yesterday. It got me through a crappy day. There you go. I'd randomly just think, make me some pasta, bitch. <laughs> well, you know what will make your day better? Us dropping what, a little knowledge. <laughs> Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right, folks, make sure every, you... So every time you play that, too, not only do I still love the soundbite, uh, but I always picture, like, grainy black and white foot, or, like like Sophia like footage of just grainy little things and somebody talking with their finger like by a <laughs> microphone I don't know yeah the inspiration for creating that soundbite came from uh, the movie Up you know that whole first scene where it's talking about uh, it's the newsreel of uh, the Explorer going off that was sort of the idea behind it so uh, ah, well, I love it man uh, that is, kudos to you I really love that intro anyhow <laughs> I digress you've got some uh, this day in history so let's get yeah, just make sure you hold on to your butts. Yeah. <laughs> Kick it off this day in history. This day in 1620, Miles Standish and a group of 18 settlers are attacked by 30 Native Americans, which became known as the First Encounter um, and not of the close kind. Well, I, I, it was the close kind, but not, not the alien <laughs> yeah, kind. Yeah, right there. <laughs> well, if peeing your pants is cool, then consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> Different Miles. This yeah. was Miles Standish, and he was he was a cool Plymouth settler. Hey, um, ladies, check out my little rifle gun. I got a turkey over there. Huh? That's right. No <laughs> close for my comfort. All right, baby. Moving on this day in 1792, Francis King Louis the Sixteenth goes on trial, accused of high treason and crimes against the state. Uh, doesn't say if he was found guilty or had his uh, head chopped off. Fatality. Uh, but we know they more, like to do that. He was just he was more vicious than the fifteenth Henry before him. Yeah, 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 you know, fourteen and fifteen, you know, th those guys were were soft. Sixteen. But I'm hoping. He, he knew I'm it. hoping that one day we get this day in hi uh, history that seventeen was the man. Like we're hoping that was the ultimate version of Palpatine we needed. You know, right? <laughs> or is it the snow? Sorry, it'd be Snoke. The, all the clones of Snoke there. There so. you go. Let's move on. This day in 1896, Chief Electrical Engineer of the British Post Office, William Priest, gives a public lecture in London called 
telegraphy without wires, praising the work of 22-year-old Guglielmo Marconi. I love that name. Googly. I'm naming my next Googly kid Elmo. Guglielmo. Guglielmo. Come on, everybody. This is me with Judas Priest. Live up after midnight. <laughs> Google eyes. <laughs> All I got out of that was Elmo and Judas. So Judas Priest and Elmo. Hybrid. I like it. I like it. <laughs> this day in 1928, Buenos Aires police thwart an attempt on President-elect Herbert Hoover. Again, don't know any details about it, but uh, damn, he was a good president. Just kidding. Yeah. Hoover, damn. Herbert. Anybody? Hoover. Herbert. Hoover. Yeah. I got nothing for that one. <sighs> That's all right. You don't have to have much. Well, I, could, I could just hit the sound bite. Somebody put me back in the fridge. We were talking football in the last segment. Well, this day in 1938, the National Football League Championship, again at the Polo Grounds in New York City. Yeah, the New York Giants beat the Green Bay Packers 23-17. to uh, Record title game attendance of 48,120, which is paltry compared to some of the stadium sizes that uh, you know we see these days. Oh, absolutely. And another thing, too, is that could be a possible NFC championship game. Highly unlikely, but it's a possibility because the Giants currently lead their division in the pitiful NFC East. So it is a possibility. They go on this weird rampage and get there. Yeah. It is a pretty terrible division. Uh, also, a little yeah. bit of a throwback to last segment. This day in 1946, Hank Williams begins to record on Sterling Label. And, of course, his son went on to record this. Are you ready it all, yeah, they all should ties really, together. Like, they brought him back, and then they got rid of him again. It's, it's just synonymous. I just wish they would revamp Monday Night Football and just make it good again i know well i think they're working on it the games know? are good but gosh man the, the the presentation of that show is ooh. well we know it's coming back to abc yeah all right where it should be let's move on this day 1961 let's see if your uh, impression's gotten any better uh, since the last time we talked about this guy tone elvis presley's blue hawaii album goes number one and stays number one for 20 weeks well thank you thank you very much no it's still bad it's bad. Give it me is, heads up. You, it, I'd have to like literally watch a couple minutes of Elvis to get in that. I could do it, but I have to watch a couple, get the mannerisms down. Honk, honk, burn, love, Christian. It's better, but not great. Uh, no, move, God, no. Moving on. Not great at all. This day in 1980, Magnum PI, starring Tom Selleck, premieres on CBS, and uh, it was because of the that stash. show. Yeah, because of that show, we actually got Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones instead of Tom Selleck. It would have been a very different movie. Whoa! And then I didn't know that's that that I didn't know that fact, but I did just put it together with Chippendale Rescue Rangers because we had found the fact that uh, Dale wore the uh, the Hawaiian shirt because of Magnum PI, but and then obviously uh, Chip wore or yeah, Chip wore the Indiana Jones. But that's crazy to think the roles, like they all tied them to Rescue Rangers too. It's all connected. Yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. Which by the way, dude, Magnum PI, to this day, Tom Selleck still rocks a hell out of a mustache. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. In fact, there was a uh, an episode on that Friends. That thing needs its own show. <laughs> there was an episode of Friends where he didn't have the mustache and it was weird. It was off-putting. It was like seeing a completely different person. Yeah. 
It was kind of like, wasn't it, uh, when Alex Trebek, he got rid of his famous stash? Yep. It's so yeah. weird we get used to it. Like, I'm not going to keep mine. Like, I'll eventually go back to being babyface, I'm sure. But uh, for now, eventually I'll even get rid of this. I'll rock a stash eventually just for one episode. <laughs> there you go. Let's move on this day in 1981. Muhammad Ali's 61st and last fight loses to Trevor Burbick. Ooh. Yeah. That sucks he lost. Yeah, but, you don't want to lose uh, your oh. last fight. All, all good things come to an end. Um, Muhammad Ali, legendary and uh, pretty cool. He went out on the year we were born, though, 1981. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, you, you weren't born just yet. I mean. Yeah, give me it another Adam nine were, days. Yeah, me, Adam, we were, we were pooping our diapers at that point. <laughs> exactly. Let's move on this day in 1987. Wall Street, film directed by Oliver Stone and starring Michael Douglas and Charlie Sheen, is released. Winning. He, this was before Tiger Blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. This I'm was sure, when... Sure, I'm sure cocaine and everything was still popping for him at that time, though. Yeah, this is when he was still a, a fairly normal human being. Yeah. That dude needs, like, a crazy reality show, too. Or has he had one? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's move on. It's weird, you know. Sometimes the things we talk about come back around. Well, this day in 2011, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek suffers a minor heart attack in his home and is admitted to Cedar Sinai Medical Hospital. Obviously, we know that uh, he just recently passed from um, uh, cancer complications, but that guy has been through just about everything. Yeah, yes. What a great human being, too. Well, from what we saw in the entertainment world, I, from what, what I hear, he was a wonderful person. So, hell of a fighter, man. Definitely yep. trials and tribulations. Keep going. <laughs> and then finally, on this day in history, 20, on this day, 2015 Playboy magazine publishes its last nude issue, features Pamela Anderson on the cover. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Ooh, she was only like 92 at that point, right? Right. <laughs> Let the boobies hit the floor. Let the boobies hit the... <laughs> All right. And before oh, we... Oh, damn. She was great in the 90s, though. Yeah, she was. Before we let you guys go for the day, it wouldn't be a day without holidays. Tony, I've got a little surprise for you. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you had both. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Had fun putting that together. Today is Holiday Food Drive for Needy Animals Day. That's a lot of words yeah. for saying just help get some dogs some food and cats. It is Come here, little poochie. You're a little good poochie. Who wants a candy bar? Oh, not you, because it'll kill you. But here's a dog biscuit. <laughs> it is International Mountain Day. It is National App Day. Of course, every day is Ooh, International yeah, App yeah. Day. It is National Have a Bagel Day. That sounds delicious. Official Ooh, does. Lost and Found Day. National Sh uh, Salesperson's Day. And it is the official start of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah, everybody happy out there. Hanukkah. Folks, that does it for our Friday episode. We'll see you Monday with a brand new episode. Enjoy your weekend. Give love, get love.